Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Joe Riccardi, a pastor from our Lincoln Park location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've created The Daily Cut, short biblical devotionals, small tastes of the word that we hope encourage and challenge you as you grow in your faith. And so we pray it would just be a blessing to you. So this is The Daily Cut, and I'm Joe Riccardi. And it's good to be here with you today on Friday. And we will continue in the series of the week exploring the book of Proverbs, not taking so much uh, in the sense of exploring the general structure, but what we're doing, what we're trying to do is to dive right into the deep tracks, the middle section of the books, uh, of the book from chapters 10 to 29 that are filled with Proverbs themselves, short, pithy sayings containing wisdom and, and to teach from those which isn't the easiest thing to do, I will say. Teaching from Proverbs is challenging. It's They're scattered uh, everywhere throughout uh, the book. It's more like topically driven with little Proverbs um, on topics that are uh, over the whole range of the book, as opposed to just like, for example, uh, Proverbs 10 is about lust. And that's the only place you'll find in the book of Proverbs, uh, that chapter, chapter 10. No, there are Proverbs throughout the book. So we hope you're enjoying it so far this week. And today I want to look at Proverbs 16, verse 28. And so we want to look at this single proverb and center our time around that. So let me read it. And I'm going to actually read it in a few different translations just to kind of give us a flavor for how others have interpreted it. So the ESV, which is the translation that we use at Park, Proverbs 16, 28, a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisperer separates close friends. Here's how the Living Bible translates that same verse. An evil man sows strife, gossip separates the best of friends. And then the living trans, the New Living Translation uh, records it this way. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. So to no one's surprise, I want to spend a few minutes today uh, unpacking this first, and in particular, the topic that it addresses, really the topic of gossip, the theme of gossip, which I suspect uh, none of us here listening are familiar with at all. I'm kidding. I'm making sure you are with me. All of us are acquainted with gossip, aren't we? To think that none of us in our lives have ever partook in gossip would probably be a stretch to say, right? Even as Christians, uh, we could be so guilty of of um, speaking of gossip, though we though in a Christian way, like maybe maybe in a prayer meeting. We somehow will we'll bring up, you need to, uh, you want to believe what happened to John last night? You want to believe what he did? He really needs our prayer. So let's pray for John, right? So, so we, we, we have partaken in gossip. There's something in our hearts that gets almost even if we admit it, like excited when we get to gossip about someone or, or throw a little a jab at someone. And, or maybe we've heard gossip and our ears just perk up. Someone 
it again says something about someone or we, or we, we see something uh, in an email about someone and, and it just fuels us. Um, so, so we're familiar with it if we're really honest with ourselves, very familiar with it. It's not a foreign topic to us. I remember when I, in my high school years, especially growing up, Back in the that day, I don't know if it's as popular today, but I remember, you know, whenever I go to the grocery store line, and I'm sure I think my mom used to pick it up back in the day anyway, it was that magazine, the National Enquirer, a paper that was built upon the spreading of gossip, right? Because we just want to read it. There's something in our hearts that just wants to read about uh, the fallings of someone else. And so maybe we've been gossiped about, right? Isn't that something that just um, causes us to boil up when we, when we hear something said about us that is just not true? So again, gossip is a very familiar topic to us. I remember being taught at a young age the phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but names will never hurt me. It's a great phrase, still haven't forgotten it. The only problem with it is that it's not true, right? That names will never hurt me. I suspect many of us on this podcast are just, are mindful of things that have been said to us. It might've even been when we were 10, 15 years old and it's, it's 20, 30 years ago, 40 years ago, and we still don't forget um, something that was said about us, a gossip and it's and and it's still um, it comes to our minds and causes all kinds of emotions. So uh, Proverbs eighteen twenty one says, "Death and life are in the power of the tongue." And so the book of James has been referred to as the Proverbs of the New Testament. James himself dedicates about a half of a chapter in his five chapter book on the perils of the tongue and the destruction it brings. So I just want to read a few verses from James chapter three, where he writes in verse two, for we all stumble in many ways, which is one of the most comforting verses in the Bible. We're reminded that all of us stumble, none of us are perfect. But then James goes on to say, if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though, though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. Then he says in verse 5, So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. James has some strong things to say 
about the danger of the tongue, right? Verse six, and the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. Then he says, the tongue stains the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life and set on fire by hell. Then he goes on to say, no human being can tame the tongue. With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. So my brothers, these things ought not be so, he says, right? Why ought not these things be so? Why is gossip so unbecoming for the Christ follower? Well, there is the answer, because we are Christ followers, right? We have been born again. Our hearts have been changed it doesn't um, coincide with the newness of the life we've been given in Christ, right? It doesn't make sense. Silly illustration, but I'm a proud graduate of the University of Florida, right? I love the Gators. And because of that fact, because of who I am, there's no chance you'll see me walk the streets of Chicago with a Florida State t-shirt. You'll see nothing of that on me, nothing close to that on me. It would be very unbecoming for me as a gator. And James is saying the same thing. Gossip is so unbecoming for you as a Christ follower. Proverbs 12, 22 says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, right? So what's the root of our gossip? They're just not careless words that come out of our mouth. The Lord makes that clear to us in Matthew chapter 15 in verses 17 through 20 uh, when he says, do you not see that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is expelled? So whatever you may eat, it's not like you could blame it on last night's um, pasta and meatball dinner that you had, right? But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. And this defiles the person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, slander. These are what defile a person. But to eat with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. But it's what comes out of the heart, right? The overflow of the heart comes comes out of the mouth. And so... Uh, Proverbs 4.23 says, a verse I often have quoted, I learned it back in my moody days. Um, the, the ESV translates it, keep your heart with all vil- vigilance, for if for from it flows the springs of life. So as Christ followers, we have to watch our hearts. We have to set a guard over our hearts. We must protect our hearts. What are we allowing to shape our hearts, friends? Right? This is not about moral um, behavior modification, right? This, the heart of gossip stems from the heart. So we have to get after our heart. And what are we allowing to shape our hearts? That's why we have to ask, and I have to ask myself, the television we are watching, the magazines we are reading, the movies we are going to, 
the Netflix series that we are binge watching, whatever it is, the people we are around, is it fueling Christ-loving, Christ-serving, right? Is it fueling uh, what Scripture calls us to, building people up? Right, Ephesians 4, Paul says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building people up, right? And then the next verse, uh, in verse 430, Paul says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Our gossip grieves the Holy Spirit of God. And so we have to ask ourselves, um, how are we cultivating in our heart Christ-loving, sacrificing for our brothers and sisters, right? Thinking how to build people up. We don't want to be a people known, as Proverbs 16, 28 says, for spreading strife, right? We don't want to be a people known as a, as a gossiper who separates close friends. That's not what we want to said, what we want said at our funerals. So we need to have a heart work done, heart work done. We need to ask God by your spirit, reveal to me, God, why is it that my ears perk up when I hear things said about others or when I get a satisfaction about uh, of spreading things about others? Why, Lord? Lord, get underneath the hood of my heart Open it up, just like a mechanic needs to do when you might bring your car into him or her, right? You want them to look beneath the surface. And we ask, Lord, plunge into the depths of my heart and reveal to me, uh, where is the source of this in my life? Show me what it is, oh God, to guard my heart. Show me what it is to speak words of blessings over others, to count others more significant than myself. So friends, this is only could be done because Christ is in us, right? That's, that's how this can be done. We, we have the power of the living God in us by his spirit, right? That's why there's hope for us, right? No human being can tame the tongue apart from the spirit of God, right? We're not perfect. Just like the proverb, just like James said, right? For we all stumble in many ways. But because God has given us his Holy Spirit, right? Because we are secure in Christ by what he's done for us at the cross. We love the cross. And that's what we want our boast to be. We want our boast to be about the cross, right? That, that's what we want to spread. We want to spread the message of the cross. We want our greatest joy in our lives to be the reality of what God has done for us in Christ. And so all things are possible with God, apart from God, apart from the power of God in our lives. That would, like I said earlier, just be behavior modification. Try hard not to, but... As Christ followers, we've been empowered by the Spirit to change, to work out our salvation, to ask God to do a, a sanctifying work in our hearts. So that's my prayer for each and every one of us today as 
I end our time on this topic of gossip, um, that again, we would be reminded afresh of what God has done for us in Christ. And we would ask God to search our hearts in his grace to sanctify us, that we might be changed, that we might walk in the newness of life and be a people who are known uh, for spreading the fragrance, fragrance of Christ, not spreading gossip, but by being known uh, as we come into the lives of people, uh, when we leave them, they would say, he's one who spreads the fragrance of Christ, not the divisiveness of gossip. Amen. May God help us to do it, I pray. May the Lord be with you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious to you, lift up his countenance and give you, give you peace. You are loved in Christ. Have a great day.